0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm AC. And I'm
1: Lena May. And
0: this is Project 88 Podcast. On this episode, I'm very excited to have on a special guest. He's not only a dear friend of mine, he's a lead singer and former owner of a clothing brand. Give it up for a Hyatt chance.
2: What up? <laughs> How are you today, Hyatt? I'm chilling. Yeah? Yeah.
0: So I wanted to ask you something very important before we get started.
2: It's very important? Very important. How important?
0: I know you're a man of <laughs> culture and taste. Uh-huh. You've been to a lot of fast food places. Which one's the best one in your opinion? Popeyes.
2: Popeyes hands down, bro. Is this cool? I love Popeyes. Popeyes beats everything. Their really? fries are better. Their chicken's better. Popeyes, 100%. Because of the
0: chicken sandwiches?
2: No, everything. Everything. The way they treat you. I went to a Popeyes one time. You know what they said to me? What? I like your hair.
0: Damn.
2: Yeah. It was great. It was a great experience. Their Their fries are better. Their chicken is better. Their sandwiches are better. By far, by far. Worst? Can I go on? Can I say the oh, worst? Yes, the worst yes. one is Arby's. <laughs> Arby's, Arby's is so bad, is man. Disgusting. You guys
1: hate on Arby's, and you, you haven't even tried the best sandwich they have there.
2: Bro, I don't want to.
1: It's the Italian um, BLT. BLT. I don't know how to explain it, but they just have so much meat in there.
0: It what, just. What does the BLT stand for? Baggy laundry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Might as well if it's from Arby's, <laughs> bro.
1: Actually, I don't know what it stands for, but I just know that. It you means, know what
2: BLT stands for?
1: I know what it means usually, but I don't know what it means at Arby's.
2: It's different. It, at Arby's. it is a different thing. I'm the way they sure, make
1: yeah, it. Yeah, because they have like they don't have bacon in it. They don't have lettuce. I think they have lettuce in it. They don't have tomato in it. Yeah, yeah and I that's kind a B.O.T. Me, but it's good,
2: bro. I feel like when I go to Arby's, they get they get the sandwich. It's a <laughs> normal sandwich. They dip it in water. Yeah. And then they smash it in the bag, and they're like, "Here you go."
3: Yes. <laughs> it's a little flavoring.
0: I told this story on the last podcast, but remember we went on a on like a a, a, a trip to a farm that yeah, we were, like rented yeah. out. On our way back, we stopped by Arby's because oh we needed to get gas. I didn't get anything, and there would happen to be an Arby's in it. There's always an Arby's
2: <laughs> inside a gas station. It's never just because that's store, the only place like, they survive. Exactly,
0: but they need. They're like a
2: symbio, bro. Yeah, they're, they're like, like either you get gas station food that might make you sick, or you come to Arby's. <laughs> it's your decision.
0: <laughs> or just yeah, but I like just drinking the gas, dude. I'm, I, yeah, might as well. Better than Arby's, bro. I ate. I remember. I told this story before, but I ordered. <laughs> it still haunts me (laughs) I ordered the cheese sticks and they were obviously deep fried but I swear they deep fried them in the gas like itself Uh and I took like a bite and I'm like this is so terrible this has to be like a bad one so I ate a second (laughs) one to make sure my my mind wasn't playing tricks on me it was as bad
2: bro I was about to go throw it away that's the problem because these fast food companies they venture into things they shouldn't like Burger King had tacos for a little bit oh my god (laughs) Those tacos
0: like- were
1: terrible
2: Yes you would, It'd be like You open up a tortilla It's half of a burger Yes And then it has A slice of cheese in it bro. And you're like bro If you're not it like-, it
1: was like Whopper flavored
2: taco Or something it was called <laughs> <laughs> Nah I'm, I'm alright with the That's Burger King tacos
0: Disgusting Dude I remember it I like the first time I ate one Was actually with you In the car Oh I and ordered I, it for you And I That's right I, I spit it out And I threw it out And like, I just threw oh. it away Dude, I I swear. It was planned. It was a planned attack. No, no,
2: I was sitting in the back seat on the on the window of the on the driver's side. Yeah. So uh, my friend was ordering, and I was like, "And I want a taco." <laughs> and then and I was like, "AC, I got you a taco." And he was like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "You're gonna eat the taco, <laughs> You're bro. The taco. You're gonna love it." Bro, it
0: not even the ducks would eat it. They would sniff it <laughs> and then fly away. Not even waddle. They'll fly. Like if they ran into danger or something. Yeah, they'd no,
2: I'm alright with tacos. That's disgusting,
0: but. Another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, you're a very creative person. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you have a mm-hmm. lot of ideas. That's what I like about you. Uh-huh. Growing up, is there any like cartoons or anything that still holds on, like inspires you to this day? Or oh, that's like, a good question. Hang on uh, to?
2: cartoons specifically? Yeah, cartoons. Uh, I remember watching. I watched so much Adventure Time. Exactly. I love Adventure Time so much. Yeah, and sure. I think it's partly because I like. I related with the character of Finn. Finn, <laughs> he's just a cool guy. Is it because of the
1: hair?
2: Yeah, partially because of the hair. I always had long hair growing up. When he, that episode where he takes the, the hat off, I was like, oh, it's me. When I was little. Uh, another TV? Dude, I don't know. This is like reaching a little bit. I don't know if you yeah. guys remember. Do you remember Mad TV? Oh, oh I hated dude, that. show. I loved that, I show. Loved that show. I love that show so, if I hated so much. it
1: or it just gave me fever. Juice no, after. I, <laughs> I loved it so
0: much that, I, uh, not recently, but like in my, like during high school, I went. To look for it on YouTube, and I couldn't find any like full videos. But all I saw was hate videos on white magic, <laughs> so terrible. And I'm like, this shit got me through childhood, yes, bro. I
2: begged my mom to get me the magazines, mm-hmm. like a subscription to the magazines, and it was so expensive for no reason. But my mom got me, how and much was it for most? I don't know, it was hella expensive. I think it was like 20 bucks a month. Ah. Nah, I wouldn't get my kid that, but now I have a cool, mad belt. It's the, the Alfred E. Newman, like the. the Poster boy for yeah, Mad TV, the Freckled Kid. Yeah. yeah, it's a belt buckle. It's pretty chill,
3: bro.
0: To this day, I I swear I go to sleep and I wake up and all I remember is that you know that parody they did with like the Toy Story, the Buzz uh-huh. Lightyear model uh-huh. <laughs> was a thing of nightmares, bro. That shit is so scary. I'm not even exaggerating. You Dude. Seen it? If you're listening right now, Google Mad TV Buzz
2: Lightyear. And good luck sleeping at night, or I just sleep. Google Mad TV. Yeah, it's In a general. great. It was a great cartoon. I'm
0: surprised it got canceled. It only had like three seasons. It probably
2: yeah. It only had. I think it
0: only had two seasons.
1: I think they were blessing us.
2: Yeah, they, they were, really were like literally
0: just talked about how much. Yeah, journey. you were like yeah. They <laughs>
1: blessed us with only two seasons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, my cartoon network is a TV provider. I guess. Yeah, but they had a lot of bad cartoons. So like and Fue, Uncle and Grandpa. I remember there's one. Oh my god, it's not talked right. about problem solvers do you know that one no.
2: oh my god I loved problem
0: solvers dude that shit gave I, know, a it,
2: I know it was terrible but I loved it I, bro not even canon, I've bro. never watched
0: it before I, we were flipping through the channels and then I was like oh Cartoon Network yeah. I look over foam all over his mouth I'm like what are you watching <laughs> problem solvers think, like, the lights oh my, my god I
2: loved that show and there was a game on cartoonnetwork.com mm-hmm. You know you had to remember when you had to ask your parents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember I, I loved that game. I would play it over and over again, and I remember asking my mom like, "Oh, mom, can I go on the computer and go to yeah. CartoonNetwork.com so I can play the Problem Solver's game?" And she was like, "Why are you asking me? <laughs> Just go." And I was like, "The TV told me to ask you." She's like, "You don't have to ask me. Stop asking me." I spent my days on the Disney, the Disney Game Channel,
1: uh-huh. and the Nickelodeon one. Those were the good ones. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sorry,
0: I, I was a Disney kid. The Cartoon Network game was. Like on the website it used to be so good. Now you like, now it's just kind of weird. I don't know if it's because of I'm nostalgia. Lie, bro. No, I think it's just like a new generation.
2: They're
1: just yeah. softening it up
0: for them. My favorite game was the Ed and Eddie
2: one, where you like had to be your go kart or whatever. Oh yeah, that one was really. They cool. had a remember on. I think it was Nickelodeon. They had a so you know about this yeah, probably. Yeah. The fucking Nickelodeon fighting game.
1: Yes! Oh my god! Yes, that was my and, favorite one.
2: And yeah. I remember this to this day. If you hold a block. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do any damage to you. <laughs> block blocks everything.
1: everything. So you just block
2: everything and then hit up once and they die. It was like Smash
1: Bros with a little Nick crack. You know
2: what I mean? A <laughs> Wait, so you could play like uh, Jimmy Neutron versus Smash yeah. Bros? Yeah. Literally. You can be Squidward. Can I remember playing Squidward a lot because and, uh, he was big. They even Fanboy bite? and Chum
1: Chum. Yeah.
2: What did he do? Fanboy and Chum Chum. Yeah. Dude, I remember that show too.
0: What what are your thoughts? Is there any bad cartoons that you don't like?
2: Uh, hmm. Bad cartoons? I pretty much watched everything. I really... Like you said, Uncle Grandpa. I remember... That was when I was older, though. I was, like, in sixth grade. I remember, like, trying to watch that. and be like,
3: ah, I
1: can't it watch it. It wasn't I it. Like it.
2: Uh, yeah, no. I... But I really... I pretty much liked everything that was on TV. Like, remember, you had the three... I didn't have, like, Teen Nick and all those... Disney XD. I didn't have all those. Yeah. So I just had the three channels. Cartoon Network, Same. Disney. Oh, and, yeah. Um, oh, and PBS. Oh, yes. uh, I loved PBS. Yeah. Arthur. I
0: watched Arthur way before the movie. And,
2: uh curious george that's my guy dragon tales dragon tales uh, the one with the guys i don't remember the name. Never mind. the animal
0: guys yes wild, uh, wild cats yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only reason cool. i know that is because i still watch it to this day. of course why not <laughs> but um what's your opinion on the how, how do you say it, like the resurgence of Cartoons like Phineas and Ferb and SpongeBob specifically. What do you mean the resurgence? Like that? not really the resurgence, but they're so with a culture, uh-huh. you cannot go scrolling on Instagram about seeing a SpongeBob meme. Oh, oh yeah,
2: I think that's great. Like there's definitely it's definitely our generation that resonated with the shows so much that they're like, oh well, we gotta keep like it alive. And I don't even remember Phineas and Ferb. I loved. Yeah. do you remember yeah. Bad Phoenix and Forever Episode there wasn't no. one the
1: songs and their songs awesome. were bops
2: yes the songs also were fun. always great I don't know how they got it but the songs were always great
1: they always had a song for like episode yeah was
2: it yeah, yeah. I remember the Gucci the Gucci oh my, my song. Right. Handle? oh my gosh I yes. wish that was a real <laughs> band uh, my I remember do you remember on iTunes when you had to like buy music and stuff <laughs> Yeah. my mom was like what song do you want from iTunes I'm gonna buy every like you and your sister a song and I was like alright Mom, there's this episode of Fancy for and they get, you yeah. know those little things outside grocery stores, like the uh, horses and the helicopters that you ride I mean, in, what's it yeah. put a coin in? Yeah. They took those, and I was like, Mom, they fly, and while they're flying in the air, they play a song, I want that one.
0: And she knew the one?
2: And she was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, I want it. Like, yeah, can we- you just get, get it, for it for me? Now. And she was like, no, I can't find it. I'm just going to get you Bruno Bars. And I was so <laughs> upset. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to listen to "Grenade" over and over again. That's I want awesome. my Phineas and Ferb songs.
1: <laughs> I had to sleep with my brother one time in the room, or whatever. And he was like four, and I was like ten or something. And he would just keep singing the like, "kikichikichiku" all night, that- all night. So
2: you were blessed for a night, bro? No, not
1: really. But I mean, I like the song, just his version, not not that. Not
0: What's the your favorite Phineas and Ferb song?
2: Um, can't go wrong with the love handle. Oh, that's so good. The you snuck away. Yeah. That one's and so good. Um, but there's, there's one where, you remember the big movie one where they're going mm-hmm. all across the world in one day? Oh,
1: um, yeah, I mean.
2: Fun fact, they're going around the world on my birthday, the summer solstice, but they're going around the world and then they stop in Japan Yeah. and they meet, what's the, Candace's friend's name? Uh, Sally or something Stacey. like that? Stacy. Stacy. They meet her sisters and then they do the anime one, I remember loving that song. I couldn't tell you what it sounded like, but I remember I, being like...
0: Do Phineas and Ferb felt like a fever dream. I remember being like sick at home and I would put it on and I see them like in a, in a rubber band ball going around the world.
2: That was... Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, that was a good show. Or they went the one where they did the giant backyard bowling and it took over the city yeah. and they got stuck in it. Through every episode. Oh too. my God. Oh, I can talk about Phineas and Ferb for hours. <laughs> you better get off this topic, dude. I, I can keep going. Well,
0: what about you? What's your favorite song?
1: My favorite song, it's one of the, um, the movie ones. It's like the kicking ro- robot, Chabby. It's like one of the... Um, into the Second Dimension, when they're fighting all the robots.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That song. It's like stuck in my head right now, yeah? <laughs> Well, I... <laughs> it's a good thing we're moving on, because I also really want to know... Uh, for those of you who don't know, before you came uh, became a lead singer, mm-hmm. you worked for... or You were kind of like the CEO of a clothing brand.
2: Well, yeah, I owned it with two of my <laughs> friends, Bob and Rudy. Yeah.
0: Takage Threads. And... I mean, you still being young, it was really fascinating to see someone still in high school owning mm. a company. Yeah. No matter, like, like how big or small um, it was, it was amazing. Can you kind of run by your experience?
2: Um, I remember I was 15. I was the youngest one out of the three of us to do it. Bob was a senior, about to graduate. Rudy was a junior. I was still a sophomore. Yeah. I was by far the youngest one. Um, and I remember... Bob and Rudy coming to me with this idea And Rudy always wanted to do it But Bob didn't think he could do it Mm -hmm. And they presented it to me And I was like oh I'm super down Uh, So we just started something We started with like just sketches and drawings Of things that we wanted to put on t-shirts And then uh, We had our first set of clothes Like all drawn and made up and stuff And we went to people to print them out and stuff But before we did all that this was before all of, like, the clothing bands right now were out. Yeah. This was a couple of years before everything. This
0: is like I think this started around our um,
2: at least. So, I don't know one ever remembers us. <laughs> like, But I remember there was Face, which their stuff is really cool, and Marvelous. And those are the only two I knew about. And Marvelous went to Sunset. Marcus, he was cool, dude. Yeah. Um, but they're still around. We, uh, But I remember doing something that no one else did. And we really didn't have to do and We probably wasted money doing is. We got an LLC for Takagi Threads.
0: And what what does that mean? So we went
2: to an accountant. And the accountant went to uh, SunBiz, which is in Florida. Mm -hmm. You go on this website. You look up our company. You cannot take our name. Like, we are legally a company. Mm -hmm. And we paid for that every month. Like, we are a company. We have an LLC. We have, like, you can't take our name and use it in something else. You can't take our designs and use it in something else. Right. It's not legal. So I remember doing that Mm -hmm. and... Then someone else was like, oh, I want to have a clothing brand. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I told them what they have to do. And they're like, oh, I, I don't have to register it as a company. Not yet. I'm not that big. And I was like, we did it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I,
0: like, I would have recommended do it early on. So in case yeah. you do get big. Yeah. Like, what's, Everyone's definition of getting big is different. Yeah, to me, of course. selling like 10 pieces of shirts is pretty uh-huh. big. Like,
2: oh, I made it. And then uh, we made our first line of shirts. It was just two different t-shirts. There was a yellow one with the Japanese letters of Takagi on it mm-hmm. going down the side and it was a white one that said volume one had an alligator on the back and stuff yeah. that one we sold out in a day yeah. we didn't have a lot <laughs> we probably, <laughs> had, like, we we probably like, had like 30 shirts but still, we sold out in, out in a day weird. it was really cool um, and I remember literally selling them at school my dad probably doesn't want me talking about this but <laughs> my dad worked at my school yeah. he had an office at my school and I kept inventory in his office and he was like he was like I am a year away from retiring what are they gonna do fire me yeah. so I, I kept inventory in his in, in his office and someone would be like oh I want a yellow one a white one and another yellow one for my girlfriend so I'd go into the office and I'd take the shirts and I'd take it back to him I'd tell him and then uh, like by the end of the day I'd go back into my dad's office and there's no more shirts there's like one shirt left
3: yeah.
2: and I'm like wow we really did this in one day Big business. So, went on from there. We came out with another one. That was towards the end of my sophomore year. My, beginning of my junior year, we did... Uh, the one that everybody remembers was the Blossom Hoodies. Oh, came yeah. Came out with those. The those did really good. Pink and black ones. Yeah. And then uh, we started... We wanted to branch off and do more things. And that's where I think we went wrong. I think we should have sticked to clothes more. We wanted. Uh, we started doing live sessions with the artists, which was a cool idea. idea. I liked it. I, I, I liked doing it a lot, where we would have... Uh, a local musician mm-hmm. we'd interview them yeah. and then they'd perform right and we'd film it all and no. post it on youtube uh, we didn't have the correct we didn't have the knowledge or the correct equipment to do it correctly the first time, mm-hmm. so that's why you can't find any of them online anymore but we put a lot of effort into those and we put a lot of effort into uh, doing other things like vlogs and podcasts which Podcast died because all the memory got wiped on all of them. Even though we had like sixteen episodes, yeah, one of
0: the your co uh, I guess creators had it on his laptop.
2: Yeah, Bob had it on his laptop, and then it was gone like in a day. So sad. And I was like, ah, uh, how are many we guys- gonna, I was like, are we gonna re-record them or are we done? They were like, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> that's, that's it. A, that's this is where the story ends for that. And moment. then um, I remember Bob, since Bob was older than us, like he had to take a step back, he got a real job and stuff, he works IT in an accounting firm, he still works there, um, but and uh, Rudy uh, moved uh, to Homestead, which is not too far away, but it's probably like an hour away, so I didn't see him as much, so then we were like, alright, well it was fun, But and I, w- I had far out, so I had something else to go into, so I was like, boom. Did, um, did owning the
0: company, I guess, and as being a CEO... Did the responsibility ever come into your life? Like, do you see yourself, like, changing and being more mature because of it? Or? Oh, yeah. I learned
2: a lot of stuff about, uh, like, like what we should have uh, focused on. And I learned a lot from it in terms of, like, where I should spend my money. Right. Like, right now, uh, we have a far-out, like, money, like, I guess a bank account, but it's just a safe in my room. of <laughs> uh, Money that we made off of shows and gigs and stuff and clothes because we had far out hoodies right. uh, and we did it and we had all that and I have all the money and it's like it's like $500 mm-hmm. and $70 per song that we record mm-hmm. and if we have a 10 song EP you know I got we gotta make a little bit more money yeah. so uh, people are like oh, like different people in the band will be like oh can we use money for this, can we use money for that I'll be like no because we have to record so I, have to, I always keep in the back of my mind Definitely helped you with money and everything.
0: So, your experiences with Takagi uh, really helps you out with yeah. far out. Yeah, and even interacting
2: with people in a business way. Yeah. Like, even if it was just the three of us, me and my two friends, mm-hmm. like when you own a business and you're making money, because when we made the Blossom Buddies, we made like $2,000 off of it. Oh, so, wow, we, we, we were carrying a lot of money. Yeah. So, we had to coordinate with each other how we were going to work on it. Yeah. And you had to speak to people in the correct manners. Because Rudy might have had an idea about taking the money and buying a spaceship, mm-hmm. so that we could do clothes on the moon, and then Bob would be like, "No, nah, we're going underground, and we're gonna do clothes underground." Right. So you don't want to shoot down someone's idea. You want to listen to them. You want to understand them. You want to give. You want to suggest your idea. You know. You don't want to like tell them what's wrong or what's right. Yeah, so right. it's very. It helped me a lot with just how to deal with people in general, mm-hmm. and that can be even given in the day to day. If someone's having having a problem, you don't want to tell them that what's wrong with them you want to be like i understand your problem mm-hmm. this is what i think
0: yeah another thing i wanted to talk about was how much was this a problem for you to to be out there selling your clothes and for somebody that you had like for math class just go up to you and be be like oh hi but boys hook me up with that free sweater oh i have a discount
2: oh it happened all the time and the, I think the funny part, I don't want a clothing brand anymore, you know, Just, yeah, you know but I think anybody that owns a business or a clothing brand will agree with me and say, if you really are boys with them and you really want to support them, you, you would buy one at full yeah. price because yeah. that's supporting them. It's not, oh, we're boys, give me a discount. It's, oh, we're boys, I'm going to get, I'm going to buy one and I'm going to get four of my friends to buy uh, one. i
1: support you.
2: Yeah. It's not, we're friends, I'm going to take advantage of that.
0: But, was it, did you ever get people that you didn't even know? Like, they were talking to you, and they're like, oh, hook me up. Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: I remember, for a little while, when we had the Blossom hoodies, they were big in uh, Coral Reef, a different high school. Right. So, people would DM me and be like, yo, uh, I like your clothing brand, what can you do? I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Damn.
0: But the was that like a big annoyance, a big problem with the company? Was nah,
2: anybody... I had I had the same response every single time.
0: Well, did you ever have a problem with like your other uh, the other co-founders giving out free clothes? Oh no, like, we all
2: we just, all agreed that yeah, that that's stupid. The if they really that. wanted to support us, yeah, they would buy like fourteen for themselves.
0: If you could do it all over again with the knowledge that you have now, would you, or what would you change?
2: Uh, I want to do it again because uh, right now. When we first started, there wasn't a lot of clothing brands. Right. Right now, as me planning shows and doing different things, finding vendors, people to sell stuff at our shows, there's a ton of clothing brands, yeah. you know? Even uh, owning one... I remember having ours. There was, like I said, Face and Marvelous. Right. And then we were had ours for a little bit, and then we found Radical Revenge mm-hmm. with Sebastian. Dude, he's a super cool guy. Yeah. Super cool guy. And then I remember... Mm-hmm. Uh, this one clothing brand from Ferguson Eden came out and they're pretty cool. Um, but I remember, like, that I was like, oh, what's up with everybody starting the clothing brand now? <laughs> and, like, since I started doing music with Far On stuff, I haven't been paying attention to it. But literally, you go online, most kids started a clothing brand. Like, It feels like every other day you go on Instagram and go yeah. to the store and they're shouting someone out. Yeah, but all support to you. Right now, my favorite person with the clothing brand is this dude Wednesday at 11. He releases a new shirt every Wednesday at 11 o'clock. A.M. or P.M.? A.M. So, every single Wednesday, you get a, if you get a new shirt. Like, yeah. oh, that's the thing about the other clothing brands is like once a month, you'll get a new drop. Well, with him, if you don't like the shirt this week, you're going to like the shirt next week or the week after that.
0: And was yeah. it just shirt or was it like sweaters, pants? He'll do,
2: uh, he does, I haven't seen him do pants, but he does sweaters and uh, crew necks, T-shirts, long well, sleeves. You guys are sleeves. first. You know, if you want Wednesday at 11, I support that guy 100%. He's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I haven't heard
0: of it. I want to check it out.
2: Um, yeah, and then I wouldn't do it again, but I would I would totally help out, uh, like, other people. Like, if they need advice on a starting a clothing brand or anything like that, I would totally give them advice. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't do it again. No. <laughs> I want to focus on my music right now. So there's,
0: uh, so for some people, some big avid fans out there that you're saying that, Takagi Thread isn't going to return. I mean, <laughs> not with me,
2: if it, at least. <laughs> You just never know. If Bob Arrudi, if Bobber Rudy wanted to do it again, I'd support them. I wouldn't be a part of it, but yeah. I would support them. All right. nice. I got, like, I, I plan all these shows and stuff, so I would get yeah. them to vend at the shows and stuff. No, it's a big commitment. Mm-hmm. With vending also, like, I get more than just clothing brands. I get artists. I get... Uh, People that want to sell, just sell food and stuff. Right. If anybody out there listening to this want, wants to vend at one of our shows, DM me. I'm always looking for vendors. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to make money. You can find Hyatt at blonde period Boy. Yeah, Boy. That's me.
0: <laughs> but uh, leaning more on the, on the shows and talking about Far Out a little mm-hmm. bit, I remember being at your first show, yeah. and uh, even with the... Uh, the audience and the people there—you knew. I wouldn't say the majority of them, but you were either you were close with them or, or knew some, but or knew some of the other ones just by passing mm-hmm. acquaintances. Yeah, I still wouldn't have the courage to go out there and and just sing and act <laughs> and just do what you do. Uh-huh. How do you find the confidence to to perform?
2: Uh, I really, uh, I don't care. Like if you. I've and it's happened before. Like, yeah. if you think what I'm doing on stage is stupid, go away because there's Just don't come. there's 50 other people in the crowd that yeah. like what I'm doing. You know, yeah. I would, when we had "I Was a Fright, um My friend comes to me like when I get back to school after the weekend, and she's like, "Oh, there was a kid in the crowd that was calling you like stupid and was saying what you're doing was like weird," and he got like pushed out by everybody. Cause why are you gonna like you're in the crowd. Supporting someone And then you're just Saying something like, negative get, like, you know, Yeah like you Like for real Nah If you're being negative Towards me Please come to my shows I need all the people in my shows that I got <laughs> Like If you're gonna give me Seven bucks Cause my shows aren't expensive uh, If you're gonna give me Seven bucks to come into My show And then make fun of me You already give me seven bucks nah, I'll take it man You're
0: the, you're the loser In this yeah, situation
2: Yeah I don't care Like that's how I get All the confidence I guess And it's also like uh, 100% with All the shows That I went to Before I started my band it was always, like, they perform, and they're either performing really good music, and they're staying stationary, and they're just kind of moving around, right. or they're performing really good music, and they're, like, like they're there, but they're, like, there's this fourth wall that they're not breaking, right? right? So I told myself, like, oh, when I start my band, that fourth wall, that space between the audience and the performer, yeah. I'm going to break it all the time, and I do it all the time. When I'm having shows, I'm like, oh... Is everybody having a good time that I give it the mic to some random person in the crowd? I'll bring people on stage. I'll jump in the crowd. Right. I'd like, I don't let there be a, a barrier.
0: One of the big draws I see from a Far Out show is the charisma and the energy you bring to, mm-hmm. to the show. And just seeing you up there, every time you go to a show, it's a different thing. It's never the same thing. It's, mm-hmm. You're never repeating what you did uh, last time. It's always something new and, and it's weird because every time it's something different. Me included. The audience loves it. It's just... Thank you, thank you. It's just not like... For real. I really enjoy the shows and the environment and stuff. I mean, there's not really much uh, to say. Like... I just want to get back
2: to it, bro. Like, throwing shows and like, just giving people like a good night and somewhere cool to go. Yeah. That they actually are like, interacting with people. They're not just home and stuff. Is like, really cool because I'll see kids that like... I'll I'll encourage kids that don't go anywhere. Like, stay home, play video games. Come to one of our shows. I got you, bro. I introduce you to people and they come out. And yeah. I don't even need to introduce them to people cuz the people that go to shows are super nice. If you're standing there by yourself and you're just vibing, yeah. they'll come up and be like, "Hey man, how are you? How do you know these people? I love these guys." You'll love that. It's always yeah. it's always fun. It's always inviting.
0: Do you have a specific memory that you really enjoy from the shows? Like is there one Any show show, you- show? Yeah, you think like, oh, I can like, uh, my favorite show, was, my
2: show was Save the Wave. Right. We did it with Wavy Snell, which is a dude that he was in college, he dropped out of college, he took all his money from his job, right. and he bought a bus.
0: I want to have him on.
2: He fixed the bus, His story is and he, now he traveled across the U.S. coast, picking up beaches and stuff. Uh, I got in contact with him, I was shopping with my girlfriend one day, and I saw a TikTok, mm-hmm. him explaining his story. I followed him on Instagram, and on his Instagram, there's a thing to message him, like, mm-hmm. Like, text him. Yeah. So, I did it instantly. I was like, hey, I throw shows. when are you going to be in Miami? Have you crossed Miami yet? Let me know. I'm so down to throw a show to help you and your cause and stuff. And he got back to me the next day. And he was like, we're going to be in Miami in February. This was like uh, September. Okay. I was like, no way. I'm hyped. So, I start playing a whole show. uh, And I remember, I was like, where am I going to get a venue for this? There's not like a whole lot of venues here that I can just, a kid can throw a show at. Yeah. So, I went to... Uh, Gold Coast Railroad Museum, yeah. which it's like a museum. We're gonna throw each other, but they were super on board with it. Uh, I talked to people; they were super nice there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking about how uh, they really need money right now. So, if you guys are out there, you live in Miami area, go to Gold Coast Railroad Museum. Love it. It's so awesome, especially like you can go. You go into the train cars, and you're mm-hmm. taken back in time. It's so awesome. For real. And they're they. It's run by super nice people. It's a family company. Right. I really, I really loved the environment there, but they were super down to host our show, and I got the venue. And I remember, like, all right, I got the venue now, which is yeah. usually the hardest part. Yeah. but It was pretty easy for me, <laughs> and then I was like, that was the usually easy part, and I had to get performers, and getting performers that time was so hard. How come? Like, usually they're not hard to get, but I like reaching out to people and stuff was like. Difficult. They were always like they were probably booked like that week, so they didn't want to do another show or something. But I got the people that I got. They all showed up. It was perfect. Uh, and then like it was a day before the show, and one of the um, one of the performers texted me. Paige, yeah. she's really cool. She's awesome. She's an awesome girl. It Wasn't her fault. But her band couldn't show up, and I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? Oh, no. Right? Well, I this. I don't know what to do. Like she had a good spot. She was right before. Uh, Blue Clementine Which is like One of the, like Our guitarist's other band Right yeah, yeah. They're really cool They play really good music But I gave Paige A really good spot Because I knew she was good She was like Look I have a friend Who can fill in for me I had never heard her music Her name was Suze Right I was like Oh jeez I don't know Let's just take a chance right? right This is my favorite memory I remember Her going up And like being like uh, I don't know about this nose? I was like I don't know about this I've never heard her perform She's a rapper Right And I was like I don't know how Well it's gonna go <laughs> And then a whole band gets on stage. I'm like, all right, I'll vibe it, all right, cool. There's a whole, she has a whole band. And then she starts going. And when she starts singing, I was like, all right, we got it. She was so good. I remember being so worried. And then she started singing. I was like, I'm worried for no reason, dude. And then the rest of the night was cool. Another cool thing that happened that night is I had Brother Ocean, which is one of uh, Snell's friends. Right. He performed. He, I mean, he takes him across the coast with him. And he played guitar. I was like, "Hey, you want to have a set in the beginning?" He was like, "Sure." Uh, but there wasn't many people there for his set. There was probably like twenty people. Was this in the beginning or yeah, very right. beginning? All right. And he performed so good, and he was so good at guitar. I wasn't expecting it. And dude, he went on stage. And no one was there to see him. So I kind of, I was like, I need to think of something to like for him to redeem himself. Like I want more people to see his stuff. I put him on after the last people, and I was like, I want you to, I. That one song that I heard you from heard you play from your set, he did it. Everybody was loving it. We blasted out lays All right. into the crowd. He got everybody to sing along. It was a really good experience. And yeah. then I remember the next day waking up and then Snell texting me that we raised a thousand dollars, and I got super hyped.
0: Which is amazing, yeah. and not not just for for having fun at that show, but it was for a good cause, mm-hmm. yeah, helping our oceans, uh, especially. On the coast, uh, around Florida, because there's a mm-hmm. lot of issues going on. Yeah,
2: And all of his... So, basically, all of his money goes into a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And the GoFundMe is to reach a million dollars, right? And uh, all, everything that you donate to the GoFundMe is completely tax-deductible, right? Because it's all a donation. Right. And the thing about his GoFundMe is you could just donate to one charity, but his GoFundMe targets the smaller charities, yeah. the ones that really need the donations, yeah. and he donates to them. Like... And it goes and it siphons through all the small ones. So you're not just donating to one big corporation or one small corporation. You're donating to a ton of different ones, yeah. which is really cool.
0: And if you guys are, are really interested, you could still donate, um, yeah. I guess. You
2: guys can go find him on Instagram, at Wavy Snell. Yeah, he's
0: a cool guy. I hope to have him one day. He His story is really interesting. Yeah. Like I was a, talking to him today yeah he
2: was like uh since of the whole covid stuff like he can't go to all the different beaches on the coast yeah it sucks uh he lives in pennsylvania he was like yo are you down for me to fly you out here and then we go on a little road trip in the bus and i was like wow 100% down. that is amazing that is yeah. an adventure right there i'm i'm hype i'm it's soon
0: <laughs> so you so you are gonna do it
2: yeah 100% is
0: there what are you You guys are just gonna uh, Clean beaches Or is there any like Side projects and There's probably I
2: don't, I don't know He, he was like uh, He was like You can help me with anything Cause the thing he does Is he goes to Goodwills And Salvation Armies right. And he gets Clothes that was used already mm-hmm. So that there's not more Waste You know From yeah. the clothes He gets the clothes And he prints on them Right onto them So everything is recycled And uh, He need, I was like Oh maybe I can go to the Goodwills here And send you stuff That I find it like Cool Right. He was like, I'm super down for that. So maybe I'll be helping him on that. Maybe we'll go to the beach and clean it up. I don't know. Whatever I do with him, I know it's going to be good because he's a great guy.
0: Yeah. No. And his clothes, they got sold out the first day he put them out. Yeah. And they were, they were, each individual one is beautiful, like amazing. Like, mm. I, I wish I could at least buy one. Yeah. <laughs> they sold out immediately. Yeah.
2: That's, that's also really cool. Is, uh, he put up his clothes, and in an hour, half of the thing was sold. And the thing was, like, it's, like, it's crazy because, like, one, like, a t-shirt would be, like, 25 bucks, which you're, like, oh, that's expensive. But half of the money goes to the GoFundMe. Exactly. So, this dude is making a ton of money for the oceans mm-hmm. in an hour. And he's so
0: genuine about it and passionate. Yeah. It's really refreshing just to like, yeah. meet somebody like
2: that. And, uh, like, a lot of people, like, might hear his story and they'll be, like, oh, there's no way there's some guy doing that. But trust me, I know him. He's not, like, taking the GoFundMe money and putting it in his pocket. <laughs> dude, that guy is super passionate about what he does. He's yeah. super happy with what he's doing. And I would trust that guy with all my money, dude. <laughs> like,
1: It's stories like that that just, like, make me admire our generation. Because, mm-hmm. like, millennials didn't do this, mm-hmm. did they? We're, like, more influential on the earth. I don't know how to explain it, but...
2: And I feel like our generation's more, like... We don't want to wait. Like, yeah. If we want to do something, we're we gonna do it. Because we're not aware
1: that the earth is like dying. Uh-huh.
2: So. Like yeah. we don't ignore the signs. We go yeah. for it, dude.
0: No, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And I'm. Um, I wish there was more stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure you, for example, or yeah. other people, will be or good like examples or inspirations. Because, I mean, the way going back to the Kage a little bit. Do you think you kind of expired the movement for? High schoolers or, or just people, young people, to start their own clothing brand, like wow. Well, I don't do know. It, I don't like, know
2: if it was us exclusively. Not, not just you, but you were. But I'm sure. That. I'm sure people were like, oh, they're young. I yeah. can do that. Because yeah. that's just like our. That's once again, that's our generation. Like, yeah. if you can do it, I can do it. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. Like, I, I think we gave some people confidence to do it, their own stuff. Like, and it could be more than just starting a clothing brand. If you wanted to like be a rapper and you wanted to and you didn't know about releasing music, mm-hmm. they're doing something cool. I can do something cool. Exactly. When they release it, You know.
0: At
2: rappers. <laughs> hey, I support SoundCloud Rappers. They're chill. Yeah, I'll support two of them. They deserve it.
0: <laughs> but going back to uh, to Far a little bit, what's the origin of this band? Because it's a group of of completely different people. Not completely different, but uh, different tastes, different styles yeah. coming together and making this really like amazing music.
2: Um. So. If you want to go to the origin, origin, you want to go back, right? Yeah, way back. Uh, it's exclusive well, baby. Well, I had a band okay. when I got to sixth grade. I couldn't play guitar. I couldn't sing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my friends, two of my friends are moving away. Dominic and Darian, they were moving away. And I was like, well, Dominic and Darian, Dominic can play bass. Darian's always wanted to play drums. Right. Well, we got two right there. And I had a friend that lived across the street named Nick.
0: Yeah.
2: He can play guitar.
0: Boom, bam. And I was like,
2: oh, we can work something out right here <laughs> And I, the hardest part about starting was just getting a drum set And then my neighbors were throwing away a drum set Wow, nice. that's
0: a like, coincidence And coincidence. I
2: was like, boom, got it I got the drum set um, And then we started practicing We played one song. one song We were together for four months probably Four, yeah. five, six months It was a pretty long time We played one song We played Seven Nation Army <laughs> over and oh, over and over, song, and over again And uh, that was our first band. And then Nick stopped playing guitar, so he was out. And then uh, I got to high school. I met my friend Seth. Right. Seth. I met him because he was a guitarist, and we needed a guitarist. Right. He was a really cool dude. He listened to the Beatles. And this was before I was into the Beatles. I was like, if this guy's good at guitar, I'm won't. Right? (laughs) He was super good at guitar. We had him come in. He played with us. By this time, I was already starting to learn guitar. Um, Seth taught me a lot. And we were chilling for a long time. We played more than the Seven Nation Army. Uh, we played one show with that band. One show, and it was in my backyard. For my mom's, like, w- c- like work party. Yeah. We played it. It was fun. Um, and then, uh, Darian was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to play football. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Quit the band just right but, No, he didn't quit the band. But uh, we had Julian. And Julian was, like, a good drummer. And but, the, he's a drummer now. Yeah, he's he stuck with me. But we got Julian in. And it was Julian, me, Seth, and Dominic. That was the band. And that was the band I was like, we, that was like one of my favorite like, groups to play with. We were all, they were all, I'm gonna say they, because I was not good at that. Dominic was super good at bass. Seth was super good at guitar. Julian is still super good at drums. Right. We were all like, it was just fun playing together. Yeah. And then that kind of fills it out because Dominic stopped playing bass. Uh, Seth graduated. So I stopped kind of talking to them. but... Then, Julian and me would just play all the time. We'd just have... I'd play guitar. He'd play drums. Yeah. It was just normal. And then, uh, I met Dom. And I knew Dom was... Could play guitar, but I didn't... Like, I didn't...
0: You never considered him for that. Yeah, like, the I didn't... Band.
2: I didn't think about starting a band then. Yeah. And then I met my boy, Ryan. who's in the Army right now. Shout yeah. out, Ryan. Shout out to the, uh, the Army. <laughs> he, uh... And he could play bass. And I was like, well... I didn't do anything with it, right? I didn't put two and two together. Uh... And I don't even know if it was me that was like, oh, do you guys want to jam? I'm pretty sure it was Dom. Right. But one of us was like, oh, let's meet up together and let's jam one day. See what happens. Right? Uh, we started playing, and the first thing, I just played the first thing that like, came to my mind on guitar. And uh, it was just a, like two chords that I played. Dom plays a solo over it. Ryan played a little bass line. Julian played drums. All improvised. That's still a song that we play today. It's right. called He Eat You. We it's a thirty second song. We usually play it like as a warm-up. But uh, it it that was all cool. then Ryan had then we played all summer. Ryan left to the military around July or August. And uh, we were like, Oh well we don't have a bassist. But we and but someone asked me, Do you wanna play at my house party? Yeah. And I was like, Well I'm down. And then we were like, Oh, we're just gonna play without a bassist. And then Dom was always friends with Alejandro. They've been friends since elementary school Mm -hmm. and Alejandro plays guitar. He didn't play bass. And then, uh, he was like, dude, I'll play bass for you. He just played bass for us. He was like, I'm only gonna play this one show. No big deal. We played the one show. Alejandro comes up after me. He's like, dude, that was amazing. I loved it so much. And I was like, do you want to play the next show? We already have our next show in line. And he was like, yes, 100% yes. (laughs) So then we got Alejandro from there. Um, so it's like we're all super different, yeah, but I think all of us work super well together. Cause, especially me and Alejandro, like me, me and Alejandro were total opposites. Everything that I like, he hates. Everything that he likes, I like. I don't like. For so right?
1: example, he likes Arby's.
2: I don't know about that. Yeah, he, he, you, don't go, a, there. He's don't a go, a go same, there. He's a same <laughs> human being. He still has taste. Yeah, I don't know about that, but um, like he listens to like, like. Only old stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Only old stuff. Yeah. Like, so he won't imagine. get anything, he won't give anything newer than the 90s a chance, right? Uh, and, like, I know because I've asked him, what's the newest thing you listen to? He was, like, something from, like, the early 90s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I give everything a chance. Like, I try to listen to everything. Um, and music that he finds, like, super good, I would find boring. And mu- music that I would find super good, he would find boring. So I think it's really cool that we come together and we found we find like a middle ground yeah. that we both love. Mm-hmm. And then Julian's always like been like a yes man. He's just having fun, you know. He's just yeah. there for the ride, yeah. right? And he's a super good drummer, so it works. Um, and Dom is and always have been a great musician, right? He's very um, as always. I've always seen him kind of like uh, like a younger person to like kind of lift up mm-hmm. and. Uh, I feel like i've i've done a like good job of like making him more confident when it comes to music and things uh he has always been like someone that was really good at his instrument really good at, like being in the moment and understanding when you're talking to him yeah. how to play something or just right. being a team player uh so we all work really well together um i wouldn't trade any of them for anything yeah. uh i love them they're great guys
1: where um, do you um where do you see you far out in like five years or so
2: I don't know <laughs> I mean we've talked to agents we've talked to like record deal places mm-hmm. we've talked to them already right? like yeah. uh and right now at least no one's really interested in signing a fucking uh, like rock band but maybe I, maybe there's someone like, out there that'll give us a chance um and if that's so then we're gonna keep rocking until we die I guess yeah
0: I, I wanted to ask uh, you already have a song out on Spotify right? yeah the original.
2: The original. Original, my Spelled mistake. wrong. It's original, spelled <laughs> wrong.
0: Uh, common mistake. <laughs> and,
2: um,
0: describe a little bit the songwriting process. Cause I wrote that song when I was 14. Oh, so you wrote that all by yourself? I wrote that
2: song when I was 14. I wrote the riff on my own and I gave it to the, one of the bands, one of the first bands that I talked to, and then we ran with it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we played that song. That was the only original song I had for like years. For s- three years. Right. Uh, just that song. It was uh, not what it is today when we first played it. Like, it's like years and years. Yeah, it's taken some time to get where it is today. But, uh, like, I wrote that song when I was 14 about, and it was like, it's about nothing. Always, Everybody always asks me like, oh, what, What's What's what experience with good? a girl is this? And I'm like, there <laughs> is none. It was just this word, right with this word, and I was just trying to write a song. And the funny thing is I had the riff. I had the I had that, and I had the lyrics, and I was like, they don't go together. Then I was like, they don't go together. That's not a song. They're two different things. And then one day, I was like, maybe they do go together. (laughs) And I played it, I sung it, and I was like, they do go together. So um, that's where that song originated from. That wasn't really, like, the people now jamming out how we write songs now. We have a lot of songs that we wrote now that, uh, like, it's literally... Uh, usually it's, like, Julian or... No, it's usually, like, Alejandro or Dom write a riff. Mm -hmm. Like, a little thing on guitar or a little thing on bass. And they, uh, give it to each other. Like, Dom plays bass now. Alejandro plays guitar. He gives it to Dom. Dom comes up with something. Julian comes up with a drum part. And then I write lyrics over. That's usually how it is. Sometimes Dom writes lyrics. Me and Dom are probably the two prominent writers of lyrics. Right. But, uh... That's usually how it goes now, uh, but I want to, I, especially when you have a great team like we guys, like me and the guys are, it's like, everybody contributes something, you know? Yeah. It's super easy to write a song when everybody knows what's going on, everybody, when you're close to everybody, everybody's cool about it, you know? So that's kind of how our songwriting process is, I guess.
0: I love that. I, and it really, like, it shows on stage the chemistry and mm-hmm. the energy, and one, another, like, burning question that I'm pretty sure everyone wants to know. How did you come up with Far Out? The name? The name Far Out. Uh,
2: it's, really, like, it's really boring, bro. <laughs> you just looked it up online? No, right? I was, like, um, I think this is when, re- before Alejandro was in the band. Alejandro hates the name. Okay. Once again, like I said, we're opposite. <laughs> uh, he hates the name. He wants to change it. But I'm like, ah, that's our name. Um, but I literally was, like, Trying to come up with names, trying to come up with names. And then I remember searching 70s slang. Oh, my God. Right? And I was going through all this rad, like, all this stuff. And then I was, like, far out. I was like... And then I sent it it to Ryan first. And I was like, what do you think about the name far out? And then he was like, hmm, yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's a good name. And then I sent it to Dom. He was like, yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a good name. I love it, actually. And then... (laughs) Once he was like, I love it, I was like, boom, all right, that's That's it. it. And then Julian's always like, I love it. Everything's good. So uh, Far Out, that's, I guess, where it came from. I
1: don't know why. I thought he, like, went surfing one day and he said Far Out. And he's like, that's it. That's the name, name (laughs) band." Was there
0: any alternatives that we never got to to hear? Um, There was one,
2: but I don't remember it. (laughs) Uh, I can probably find it on my phone or something, but I'm not going to go through that right now. Um, But, no, it's always been, like, we want I remember the first bands I named We never had a name We never had a name Because it was so difficult To come up with a name So that when you start Kicking them around Different names Yeah It becomes harder to find a name Because right. you're so picky about it Yeah But if you just go with Like the first thing That comes to your mind Or the first thing Someone throws out It's like yep yeah, That's it. it sticks And I think uh, The thing that I always Like the, the thing in our name That's like very Like we want it there Is the dash The dash between far and out Yeah uh,
0: Reminds me of Spider-Man you know how there's a hyphen before yeah.
2: between spider uh, And I remember someone was like, "Why do you care so much about the dash? Like, why is that such a big deal?" And I was like, uh, "And I had to come up with something." So I was like, "Dom and Alejandro always wanted to start a band, and me and Julian always wanted to start a band." <laughs> oh my god! We're the they're uh, the far, and we're the out. The dash brings us together.
0: And you came up with it on the spot.
2: I bro. came up with it on the spot, bro.
0: And I'm pretty sure the person was like, they were
2: like genius." Yeah, they were like amazing. But literally, the dash like we I make we make sure the dash is there because we're the only far dash out. Yeah. Everybody else just spelled it far out. Like yeah. when they tried to start a band, it didn't work. Or if you go on uh, Spotify right now, there's like an EDM artist named Far Out. I don't know. I don't know. I've never listened to music. Yeah. <laughs> but he's far spaced out. We are far dash out. So it separates.
0: It's a huge us. difference, even though it yeah. looks minor.
2: And especially like when you're searching something in like uh, whether it be like google search if we ever get big enough or when you're searching our name on spotify yeah when you put far it might not come out but as soon as you put a dash we're the first thing that pops up because what other artist do you know that has a dash yeah. in their name you know that's cool it sets us apart
0: yeah. i like that um going a little bit off topic what's your opinion on on big corp like not big corporations but big labels and taking over and and just how how like goes in the music industry. Do you I like it? it? Do you want to be with a big label or do I would you love to, I would
2: love to be with a big label because literally when you're with a big label they take care of everything. Yeah. You know, like that'd be cool, but I I think big labels right now are suffering big time. Really? What what are we recording this on, AC? Uh laptop. Yeah, just like I can record go home and record music on a laptop. I don't yeah. kids don't need labels anymore. People don't need labels anymore. Right. They can go and record something on the laptop at home. Go to a website where that lets them upload it to Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah, they can upload that. They can make money off of it. Yeah, they don't need labels. I have a friend who's on,
1: um, she's on Spotify, just chilling.
0: But before the, um, yeah, before they used to be like seen as this big evil corporation. Yeah, because
2: they, because they, they were literally, literally the only way you can do it. Because you were a band in like the '80s, and you would play, and you would play, and you would play, but there was no way of recording. Studios weren't as much like. As prominent, because what would you like right now? If you go to a studio, AC, and you record a, 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 on the mic, yeah. they're gonna send it to you on your phone, and then you're gonna have it on your phone. Right. What do you think they did before phones? It was just there. It would sit there, and then when you were ready to press it onto vinyl or to CD or mixtape, they would put it on, there. or they would record it onto tape. So it'd be this thing of tape that you have. No one can listen to a thing of tape. You know, it's physical. Yeah. Right now it's virtual, so you can just instantly get it. But then it was like, you need to have a label so that you can have CDs or you can have mixes or you can have vinyl, you know? Yeah. But now since everything's online, you get the music virtually, you virtually put it on something else.
0: But are you worried that when you sign up, they try to not really scam you, but take away the money and own the percentage of the That's the
2: difference between now and then. Yeah. Since now, you can do it yourself uh, they can't bargain as much as when you couldn't do it yourself. Right. You, they could literally be like, then they could be like, Oh, we're going to take all the rights to every song. You don't own your music anymore. You don't own your name anymore. You don't even own your name anymore. You are no longer AC. We own AC, you know? Yeah. But now it's like, if you say that to me, no, I'm going to go record and release it myself. Yeah. I don't need you. You know, yeah. right now labels are good for, uh, uh, connections, like featuring people, or they're good for marketing. Yeah, which but, is huge when it comes Yeah, to it. it's huge. But if you can do it yourself, You'll do it yourself. Control. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, on our Instagram project eighty eight, we asked uh, some of our followers to ask any questions mm-hmm. that they they knew that you were coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you have them, right?
1: Yes, I do. Okay, so like it's more of like what we already said. Right. but I have one that we haven't said and it's what is one word to describe the Beatles who said it I'm gonna look for it
2: now that you say that alright I really like the Beatles Beatles are one of my favorite bands uh I saw a video on TikTok today there was like a guy and he was like this is a playlist of all the Beatles songs and he put it on a shuffle right. and he was able to name a song like within the first five seconds and I think I can do that <laughs> like I really like the Beatles but uh one word to describe the Beatles
1: uh and that question was by Alicia Christina underscore
2: um I think, thank you, Alicia, for the question. <laughs> uh, I think one word I would like to describe them is revolutionary. Because really? they like they were just a boy band, you know, and they they came out with "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and everybody was like, "This is the devil's music." <laughs> how how dare they say this to my daughter? You know, so everybody was like, everybody was very sensitive back then. Yeah, it's, it's crazy but how they program. made it like wop boy band. Not serious. He loves her music, you know? And then, out of nowhere, they released Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and you're like, oh, jeez. Which was a super, like, revolutionary album. They changed a generation with that album. Right. And my mom tells me about, funny story about the Beatles. My mom tells me, in, like, the 80s, it wasn't cool to like the Beatles.
3: No? Really? If you liked
2: the Beatles, you were lame, bro. Like, so my mom was in an airport. Right. With her mom. And she sees Ringo Starr. In person? Yeah, and she's like... Mom, it's Ringo Starr. It's Ringo Starr, and nobody was around him because it wasn't cool to like the Beatles. Yeah. you know. So she was like, "It's Ringo Starr," and her mom was like, "No, it's not. Come on, <laughs> like it's not fake."
0: Yeah. So
2: revolutionary. That's my answer to that question.
0: Wow, I can't believe your mom. Bro. Did she really like? Did she go up to him and get a picture? No,
2: like my my grandma was like, "Let's go." Wow. That's not him. Come even on.
0: even like the late generation was like, "That's not cool." Yeah. You can't you can't like.
2: No, <laughs> nah, I think my grandma was just like, "You can get out of here, bro. Like, I don't want to be at the airport anymore."
1: But. We have another question by Genesis Torres. What is in That's store for Far Out?
2: It's my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> what's in store for Far Out? Um, more fun. I don't know. Uh, our big thing right now, like we were talking about earlier, is stage presence. Like, we just—I think the difference between us and like a lot of other musicians is we don't take ourselves seriously. Like we just want to have fun. Playing music is what we like to do. It's Living fun for us. Yeah. Uh, so what's in store for us? is just more fun. Yeah. I want I definitely want to throw more shows. I definitely want to raise m- money for more charity, but right. that's under all the umbrella of just having fun. All right.
0: And the final question?
1: Um, From Eileen J. Piloto, how would you describe your personality? I love the way
2: you're pronouncing
0: like,
1: it. It's like you're
2: pronouncing
1: <laughs> I got to say right. They need to know it was them. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sure. <laughs> how would I describe my personality? Yeah. Um. All right. I'm going to... Should I say the answer and then explain it or should I explain it and then say the answer? Say the answer first. Yeah. Ferris Bueller. Okay. I like this. That's my favorite movie of all time. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I like, I remember watching that movie so much as a kid and then never stopped watching it. Like, I still could watch that movie. I it's can, like
1: your comfort movie.
2: Yeah, I can probably quote that whole movie. Like, I remember growing up and being like, I want to beat him. And now I like to think that I like am somewhat you are. him. Yeah. Like you know? In the modern times. Uh, He's very like live in the moment. He's very like, who cares? Let's do it. Yeah. You know, I like to think myself as much as I can about. Wow. Like I'd like if I'd like to be like any character, it'd be him. You know.
0: Um, these are good questions. <laughs> of course, man. I think the best. <laughs> um. So, right now you're about to get your fortune read. Uh, my fortune right? My yeah, tarot card reading. Tarot card reading. But before we get to that, I'm just gonna ask a quick basic question. Mm-hmm. Who's who would you say? or what group is a big influence for the music that you make now? Or it doesn't even have to be a musical group, it could just be life in general.
2: Well, I'm going to go with a music group, basically. Uh, Nirvana is 100%, like, my number one inspiration. They're my number one favorite band. No matter what music I make, it always has some type of Nirvana influence. I wrote a song, and I showed it to my friend Julie, and you know what she said? Sounds like Nirvana. And I was like... I didn't write, a I was like, this, I didn't write this with any sort of, like, any sort of grunge aspect around it, it was an indie song, mm-hmm. Yeah. and she was, it sounds like Nirvana, and I was like, awesome. You know, like, um, they were very, like, they were ahead of their time, like, yeah. they, they were so ahead of their time, they were ahead of themselves. When they first started making music, they were like, they thought they were just playing punk. Mm-hmm. And then when they started to get big, everybody was like, oh, that's grunge. That's a new thing. That's called grunge. they made a whole genre by accident. Yeah, they made, and they started, like, a whole thing, like, I'm, I was, like, reading about it, and, like, the most popular song before um, Nirvana came out was that song, it's like, some sugar on it. right. And, like, then everybody was signing those type of artists. Right. And then Nirvana came out with this type of noise, and everybody loved it so much, they started signing bands that were just from the area of Nirvana. They all wanted that noise because it was so, like, prominent. It was so, like, you couldn't find that anywhere else. That's why you have bands like uh, Pearl Jam or Soundgarden or uh, the Melvins. Right. Those were all bands from Seattle that were signed just because of the one Smells Like Teen Spirit, the one single that they had that was a complete hit. And, um, I fully believe music would not be where it's at today if Nirvana, if Kirkman didn't die. Yeah. We'd be somewhere else. Like, he was moving a whole generation and he was at the top of his, like, life. It's, it's crazy. When he was, when he died, whether you think he committed suicide or he was murdered by his wife when he died.
0: Oh, there's always something with, um, rock and roll history. <laughs> it's always,
2: like... Like, a, a conspiracy. Yeah. How Dude, many- even... But even Courtney loves, like, his wife's yeah. dad. Thinks that he... Like, she murdered him. <laughs> like, fully. 100% he believes. Damn, that's so, crazy. it's pretty funny.
0: How many times a day do you get compared to Like, they... Just by looking like him. They... <laughs> no. It, it, like...
2: Uh... All the time. Like... Uh, <laughs> I'm just... I, I'm a... Like, I'm a blonde kid. You yeah. know? And we live in Miami. There's not a lot of blonde people. Right. So... People are like, oh, a blonde kid? You like rock and roll? Nirvana. <laughs> I, have, I, have <laughs> a a Nirvana I have a Nirvana wallet, and I was pulling out my wallet to give my insurance card to a doctor, Right. and uh, and one of the nurses was like, oh, you're a rocker, aren't you? <laughs> he was, she was like, you look like Kurt, you got a Nirvana wallet, that you're a rocker. And what did she say <laughs> when
0: you told her you were in a band?
2: I was like, oh, I'm in a band, and she was like, I knew it, you're a rocker.
0: That's <laughs> your autograph right there, and then. So uh, walk us through the the whole tarot card reading a little bit. We talked about it on the last podcast, but just a refresher.
1: Well, oh my God. I kind of just caught his energy while he was speaking. Stuff like
2: that. I'm wearing an obsidian arrowhead.
1: Sure.
2: My mom is very into crystals. She gave it
1: to me. Ah, okay.
2: So I I know those are related somehow.
1: Yeah.
2: But what energy does that give up?
1: I think obsidians are really... Obsidian, right? That's yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. To me, when I connect to obsidian, I'm like very, it's like clearing my. Oh wow, I got dizzy. Like clearing my energy. You know uh, what I mean?
2: My it's mom like, said it was to block out bad vibes. Yeah, Practically
1: do yeah. that too. Like, obsidian is really good. I used to wear an amethyst. <laughs> me too. I do. And I lost
2: so
0: pretty. <laughs> <laughs> What's your fairy gem?
2: Probably an amethyst. Oh, probably an amethyst because I wore that shit for a long time. Yeah, like years. They clear. <laughs> that I lost they it.
1: You with anxiety.
2: And spiritual energy, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I would get so many compliments on that crystal. Oh, I like your amethyst. It's random. Uh, the guitar is from Pauline LeBlanc. He's like, I really like your amethyst, man. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> what does that get? Like, like positive vibes or something? No, that's to open your spiritual. Yeah, your third, eye. third eye and stuff. Like that. Oh. I don't know, I'm not really. I don't really know a lot about crystals, but my mom really likes them, so yeah. they're just there. I, I want to learn more about that. I'm all about that spiritual stuff. I'm really interested. There's a religion around crystals, I'm pretty sure. Allison was telling me about it. My friend Allison. She's an artist. She was like, oh, uh, there's a religion based around your like what your mom loves. And she was like, ask her mom. She's a part of it. And I didn't ask her because I forgot. <laughs> but yeah. I got my tarot card. I got a tarot card reading before. before. I was telling you guys about it. it. I got a tarot card reading. It was by... <laughs> My friend and I had a few drinks, so she wasn't one hundred percent to reading, me right. <laughs> and I mean it was it was chill. I got a terrible reading, it was all bad stuff, but yeah. <laughs> she was like uh, Oh I forgot to cleanse it before I gave that person a terrible reading. So that's probably why, why you got good. terrible reading.
0: Fortune's everywhere. Yeah.
2: And then I have a friend that has the same deck she does, which all the tarot cards are women, which is live.
0: So if you guys were were here right now, you would see that there are four cards laid out. Each of them uh, have grills on. <laughs> they're pretty unique. They're like completely different. Are you? How does it work? Are you telling him like what's gonna happen in this year? I'm telling him uh,
1: no, like a, a general future reading. It All seems right. pretty good so far.
0: What's it, what is uh how, what's the order? You go left from right or right to left? I go from. And what is does that right? What does this one mean?
1: Well, that one has to... Oh, my God. It has to do with, like, waiting for, like, results. What's it called? Seven of Pentacles. Upright. Ooh.
2: Is that good? It's or
0: a friendly? good one. It's a good one.
1: All
2: right. Because
0: right. Pentacles are, like...
1: It has to do with, like, material and money and family sometimes. But this one has to do with waiting for a reward. Like, mm-hmm. be patient because it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got the next card, which is Nine of Wands. Again, it has to come with Relief. Also, like, waiting and stuff like that. Uh, a final push trust in the weight that you have to do
2: mm-hmm. a lot of weight no.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of waiting going on. for the next show maybe. but like yeah, stay probably.
1: determined this card says to stay determined uh the seven of wands upright challenges may arise but like you know stand your ground like this, one, this um i can't speak like this card said and then Nine the and next wands. card it's like um i guess that was like an overall
2: well what does that mean is it, is it good or bad is a dude sitting with a Jake. Wait, hold on. Before we go any further, shout out Jesse and Michelle. They are my witch friends. Your they want to get friends. into witchcraft.
1: Oh, really? And they have
2: all the tarot cards and the crystals it, and it stuff. So I'm of, sure did they're did they, loving this right now. Do we get <laughs>
1: into the witchcraft
0: Did they give you the fortune? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Was them.
1: This one just says to be careful of arrogance. And getting power hungry, mm, but like yeah. I doubt it. The way you you are right now, this is just a warning, of course. Like, seller mm-hmm. cards don't always tell you your future. Like, so maybe um, power
2: is coming. Yeah, yeah. maybe you have uh,
0: like you're in charge of this something. card has
1: like a lot of power is coming vibes.
2: Nice, I want guys to, watch out. Yeah, not not Kanye for president, <laughs> Trump president, me. Higher president. Higher. King
0: higher.
1: And I, yeah. the, they changed the anthem to one of his songs. Yeah, yeah obviously. I,
2: first order of business. <laughs> no, I. Was, what would you guys do if you were the president? Like, what would be your first order of business? I'm sorry, I'm flipping the, the interview. But. No, not
0: at all. <laughs> I love open discussion. Um, Realistically, I would. It wouldn't be about people anymore. I'll, I'll, I, lo- I love dogs. So I would just <laughs> be like, war against anybody who hates dogs. Oh like, my god, like, there's a lot of people. Like, like, if you. If, if we find a. If we, we could go into your house and if you're not taking care of your dog. Or take it away.
3: Or, or, like, or, like,
0: we give you funding. Or, like, better funding for dogs. All right. Just all around. Better, but as for people, I don't know, man. Just make, make sure people don't get sick and not lie about it. The first, uh, like, evidence that there's a disease coming, and I'd be like, oh, it's fake. Like,
2: actually you? do stuff.
1: I know? don't know. As a female, I'd probably help females, you know, with um, abortion and stuff we're going through and stuff.
2: I'm going a, I'm to a piggyback off of what you say. My first or business, I've thought about this a lot, Yeah. would be for the females. Like, Yo, listen to this, bro. Pads and tampons are free. free. I would make pads like I would because it's a business, you know. Like mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta reason. I would at least make a, a way for you to get free pads. Like, that's so that's screwed up that you can't get free stuff that you would need. Like, we didn't you know, choose. So that'd be my first order business. Second order business would some with cereal. I don't know. Figure serious. out when I get there.
0: Definitely better improvement. Uh, better rules for. The animals kept in like cages and stuff. Oh yeah. Like the way mm-hmm. that they keep yeah, chickens.
2: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just really saddening. The way, I, yeah, I think, other than like human injustice, there's a lot of like environmental injustice. That they need to fix, but you know, I don't want to get into politics. <laughs> 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 just if I was president, no, there'd be pads for free and someone do the cereals, and our ocean would be like, chilling. Period. There you go. You heard it here, folks. Hi, running ocean. for president. What can for I? What can I run like? Twenty forty something Yeah, you have
1: to be like past 30
2: wow. in age. Well, 20, 30 something like I mean, you know. anyone could be president. No, not
1: yet. Not really. No. <laughs> I got a five and six, I know.
0: Well. The president. I mean, the
2: president now, he was like on a TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough for me. Yo, I always, I, I think one i if uh if Will Smith mm-hmm. and The Rock ran as a joint team, Vice, and. Vice president. president and president? They would win 100%. Oh, they would. Well, I would love that. I would love <laughs> they are just it. such nice people. I would one hundred percent vote for them.
0: Ironically enough, I feel like The Rock will grow like, gray hairs and just look stressed out. Like completely <laughs> different hair. by the end of the four terms. <laughs> we'll f- be your second album. Hawaiian
2: president. That'd be cool. That oh,
3: yeah. would be really cool.
0: Alright, so we're about to close up but before I do, it would be criminal if I didn't ask do you have any paranormal experiences? Any paranormal stories? Paranormal?
2: Yeah. Um... Everybody thinks my garage is haunted. Really? Yeah. Um, before, my friends used to sleep in my garage and stuff, and they don't sleep in there anymore, but not because of the ghost, but <laughs> because of different thing. <laughs> I guess good. Okay, uh, yeah. uh, but every single time they would sleep in there, yeah. there was a couch that they slept on. Right. And they would be sleeping, and then they f- or laying down, and they'd feel someone sit on the oh, couch no. next to them. And they'd look, and there'd be no one there. That's so... Crazy. I've never had an experience, but they said that that's what happens... Or, uh, but another weird thing that happens is, I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's just something in my house that I I just don't know about. I'm not smart Mm -hmm. enough to know. Right. uh, My when I was little, I have a sliding glass door. Okay. Like like you have here. Yeah. But mine was longer, and it used to shake, like Mm -hmm. vibrate, like vigorously. Just by itself. Someone someone was like banging on. No raining, no nothing. Nothing raining. Perfectly fine outside, and just would start shaking. Yeah. And we'd all be like, Oh, what's going on there? And then my There's like a long hallway To my dad's room mm-hmm. And his door does the same thing shakes I'm sure that's just something With the house I don't think that's paranoid too, But Do you, we make jokes It's ghosts They're like knocking in Trying
1: to get in And they're like Ah it's nothing <laughs> I
0: mean just Knowing you personally And uh And the uh, And when you talked about Over here Your mom is a very Spiritual person mm-hmm. Do you think she like Invites spirits in Um, something to do with that nah she
2: sages the house I don't know exactly what sage is but it's bad yeah it's a cleansing yeah it's a
1: good thing right yeah
2: it's a good thing yeah she sages the house I remember when I was little it's a funny story Uh, probably I was like in second grade I get home from from school first day she ever sages the house I was like mom did you burn sausage (laughs) or something it smells terrible And she was like, no, I saved the house. I got rid of the bad energy. And I was like, well, I'm going to go in my room to get away from the smell. <laughs> and I went to my room, and she saved my room. And I was like, bro, the whole house just smelled. And she's yeah. like, I'm sorry, I won't save your room anymore. Wow. So maybe there's a bunch of bad energy from my entire house into my room. Um, you can in there now. They're
1: wow.
2: Shout out to your mom, though. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping the evil
0: spirits out. <laughs> uh Well, thank you, Hyatt. That's a wrap yeah, for the I podcast. I fun. It was nice. Yeah. Really, I hope we could do this again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, any new projects coming up? Anything
2: you want to shout out? Um, well, before we go, well, um, exclusive knowledge right here. All right, oh, okay. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna tell Oh, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm sure the rest of them won't care, but uh, we just recorded the song for you. Which Ooh. I'm sure you don't know the name. We've only pre- performed it once. Um, it's the song that Dom plays on his guitar, just by himself, and then we all join in. It's kind of inspired by the song The Chain right by Fleetwood Mac I love um, that song but that song we record it we have it recorded it's being mixed right now it's gonna come out very soon uh, you can look for that Farrell's probably gonna record an EP soon we gotta get around to that and more stuff with just me I wanna play on more shows I wanna do so- more stuff with Charity and I'm working on a, a EP just by, on my own by like a solo one high yeah. chance exclusive uh <laughs> 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 But that's, it's not anything with like, oh, I don't want to record it with the band. It's just like a different noise. I'm trying to make, I'm making more indie stuff. I'm making it with a lot of my friends. Rudy's going to be a song. Julie is going to be on it. Sean, uh, I think, is going to produce something. I'm going to try to get my friends that I can sing or that can rap or don't make music to be on it. Um, It's just something for me to have fun with. I wrote a little bit of songs that didn't work out with Far Out. So I just put them into something. That's kind of just going to be like, instead of throwing them away, I'm just going to release them through that.
0: For the the new Far Out song, do you see a a date nearby? Or? Oh,
2: it's not yet, bro. It uh, takes Pe- People don't
0: know, but it takes a lot of time.
2: Probably sometime in September. September. Maybe. I don't know. Has, we have to wait till it gets mixed. A lot of times it gets released. So. Yeah. Also, maybe we might have a uh, original music video. But... Oh really? That's, yeah, I was talking to originally I was talking to the guy that does Bad Bunny's music videos. No way! I got in contact with him. I have his number on my phone. So
1: if you guys ever want
2: a music video that's super well produced, but it's probably like forty thousand dollars, call me. I got a guy. You'll spam him. <laughs> do what you gotta do? It's possible. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys stay supporting us and me. Feels great.
0: And fraud is on uh,
2: Instagram. Instagram, it's dot far underscore out. We're on Spotify, Far Dash Out. Listen to our song, The Original. We're also on TikTok. Alright. It's far out. Yeah. We have somewhat of a following. there. We have like a thousand followers.
0: Interesting. Yeah. No, well, that's great. Thank you for
3: coming on. Thank
2: it's you for having place. me.
3: Alright. Alright. Have a good one everybody. Bye.